1: If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only four ninety-five a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how.
0: If <laughs> you're watching on Free Speech TV, I have a tiny gavel. <laughs> and Glenn just won the Who's is Bigger contest by a mile. Oh. 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 His gavel is huge.
1: You showed him yours and he showed you his. <laughs> And you should see that gavel bang, Steph. <laughs> oh! Okay, Glenn wins Glenn Friday. Louise Kler- Glenn Louise wins Friday. We finally <laughs> turned him into one of us.
0: Oh, one of us, one of us. Yeah, I was just saying, I think that we've, we have like successfully tricked you into becoming a regular without telling you. <laughs> oh, is he back again? Oh, but I didn't notice. But now that notice. our podcast uh, worlds have melded. That's right. Our po- you, do you know our podcast world have melded? Uh, I just Alice, heard. I'm very excited. Allison Gill and I yeah. have uh, combined our podcast empires. <laughs> we, uh, Glenn Kirshner, Frank Luguzzi, uh, obviously Daily Beans, Muller. She wrote all the great podcasts over there. are Joining all the sexy liberals. John Fiegel saying, How Sparks, Right Me, yep. Bob Seska, uni- on and on. Johnson. Kimberly Johnson. Unprecedented, on and on and on. Very exciting. Very exciting. All right.
1: And Allison and Gill, AG, she is a beast. She is like this yes. democracy fighting beast. Yeah. <laughs>
0: She is. <laughs> she is a sexy beast. Now she is a sexy liberal beast as well. Um, so, Glenn, you tweeted that we have good news this morning to talk about. Um, I assume you were talking about the epic SmackDown, first of all, of Donald Trump about his uh, records. So, he has two weeks, right, to go to the Supreme Court. But as someone else was saying, I, I obviously want your opinion. If the Supreme Court considers this for two seconds, like, we have no constitution, do we? This case is yeah. ridiculous.
1: The Supreme Court should absolutely reject review of this case. There's no constitutional issue to be cited, decided, and there is no dispute between the branches of government because Congress wants the records and the executive branch, it was Joe Biden's decision to make, wants to give over the records. There's nothing for the Supreme Court to resolve. And here's where I find hope on the Supreme Court front. I don't often utter that phrase. So the Supreme Court on presidential power, and on the presidential election has actually been pretty good because they refused to review all those bogus court challenges filed by Donald Trump's corrupt lawyers, Rudy and the Kraken lady. They wouldn't take review of those. And then on the presidential power front, when Donald Trump tried to say, I'm a king, you can't have my financial documents. The Supreme Court said, you're not a king. You got to give them over. So on this front, the Supreme Court has been strong. I do not think they're going to accept review.
0: Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. So, I mean, but he's going to wait because delay is always his game, right? Mm-hmm. Till d- the end of the two weeks. And then how long does the Supreme Court have to, how long do you do you get to reply? So he'll wait the two weeks to, to ask, right?
1: Yeah. I, we're going to hear very quickly. I predict that they are rejecting review of the case. Now, if they accept review, they can do it quickly, just like they did in 1974, right? With the Nixon yeah. subpoena challenge. And and if they do it quickly, we could get a decision out of them soon. But I just want to read one sentence, Steph, from what the federal judges said about, you know, when they were rejecting Donald Trump's claim yesterday. And Steph, this is the very court on which Merrick Garland sat for 24 years. These are his colleagues. Here's what they said. They said, lives were lost. Blood was shed. Portions of the Capitol were badly damaged and the lives of members of the House and the Senate as well as aid staffers and others who were working at the building, were endangered. There is a direct linkage between the former president and the events of that day. Can I paraphrase? This is Merrick Garland's former judicial colleagues saying, lock him up.
0: Wow. 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 Oh, I just got a little chill on my spine. Um. Yeah, you said chalk up another loss for Donald Trump. He's very likely to set a record for the most court losses in history, a biggest loser of sorts, though he often se- seems to succeed at the war of attrition. Let's help the courts don't allow him to weaponize the delay again. But I, you know, you seem to echo, Glenn, what a lot of other legal experts are saying that not this time. It doesn't look like, as you're saying, I think the, the Supreme Court is, you know, expeditiously going to say, forget it, right?
1: it's finally coming home to roost. The walls are closing in, you know, and and I think Donald Trump is about to sort of reach the end of his rope. And that's a good thing for all of us.
0: Do you agree with John Dean, who he said the definitive ruling can't be overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court to take the case only to delay for Trump is to ask for the wrath that will destroy the court after eviscerating Roe v. Wade? I predict the 1-6 committee gets the uh, docs within three weeks. Game over. Trump lost this set.
1: Yeah, I'm with John Dean. The only place I will part ways a little bit is they can accept review if they accept review staff hopefully it will be to do to Donald Trump what they did to him in the Mazars tax litigation and say look sport we told you once you're not king you're not allowed to try to overthrow our democracy we're telling you again decision affirmed yeah and hopefully that would be the only reason they would accept review
0: um Glenn in your many years as a federal prosecutor how many uh, defendants have been dumb enough to make a powerpoint of their crimes for you <laughs> Uh
1: let me let me count them up uh, that would be none <laughs>
0: I don't know what to say about this anymore. This Mark Meadows. So he possessed this insane blueprint for the military seizing ballots, yada, yada. So this is, he abruptly decided to withdraw his cooperation um, right after they revealed that Meadows had provided the committee with an email containing. So he's already given this up, right? He's not only talked about it on Fox News, written a book about it, but given them documents, including this 38-page PowerPoint, It's one slide explains how the National Guard in each state would be federalized to count only legitimate paper ballots. Meanwhile, U.S. Marshals would be tasked with providing a protective perimeter around the locations. Other recommendations include declaring a national security emergency. All electronic votes would be declared invalid under the plan. Uh, A NASA astronaut was slated to lead that task force. How insane is this thing? And how damning legally?
1: That is Mark Meadows' version of how to overthrow a democracy for dummies. Right, right. Right. It's a confession. It is a virtual confession. And the good news, Steph, is because Mark Meadows has no executive privilege to claim, plus there's a crime fraud exception which would compel him to testify, plus he has waived any lingering privilege he might have because he published a book about his conversations with Donald Trump. And the law says if you disclose something publicly, you can't then claim a privilege. So for reason after reason after reason, we could take this indictment of Steve Bannon. Yeah. Simply white out the name and add Mark Meadows because that is where Mark Meadows is headed. Indict indictment for contempt of Congress.
0: Yeah. Well, you said, is it any wonder Mark Meadows is scared to testify? Looks like he had his own little Don Jr. moment. You found a way to overturn the election results. Is If it's what you say, I love it. It is chilling, isn't it, how exactly, like, John Don Jr.'s remarks to the Russians
1: were. No doubt. (coughs) Oh, a way to cheat? We love it. That's what Don Jr. blurted out when he found out the Russians were going to interfere and try to help Pop get elected.
0: Yeah. Oh, I forgot. This was my other favorite tweet yesterday. Reid tweeted, don't, they forgot the first rule of coup club. Don't make a PowerPoint of your coup plans. Yeah. But how, Glenn, legally, I know I think I've heard other people raise this point. They're obviously going to argue, oh, it's not illegal. We were just spitballing. We were just, it was just ideas. I mean, where is the line there legally?
1: Well, the line is when your own Department of Justice and your own Attorney General inform the White House there is no fraud undermining the election's results, you then don't get to have thought experiments about, okay, we don't really care that it was a free and fair and lawful election. How can we trash it? How can right. we reverse it? You don't have the good faith exception argument to make. You just don't.
0: Yeah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Other point I want to get your take. Daniel Goldman tweeted: "Excellent work by the January 6 committee staff to uncover metadata connecting Jeffrey Clark's efforts to overturn the Georgia results with the White House, which was trying to do the same thing through Raffensperger. All part of the Fulton County DA investigation. If the DOJ won't do it, then we have to rely on state and local prosecutors." So that's a lot of lot of points in one. I want to get your reaction to that? But what's happening? On the Georgia level and and that. But I, I would think that that works both ways. That if you're tying the White House to Georgia, that's just more evidence of the White House's yeah. involvement.
1: The, yeah, there was a farmer, had a dog, and Rico was his name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Wow. Flynn's on but fire this I, morning, I, I can was, I say? Okay, go ahead. I respect Dan. I part ways <laughs> with him. First of all, I, there is no way in hell. The Department of Justice is not criminally investigating this. There's no way. They're doing it in a way that honors um, the sort of our responsibility as prosecutors to not let the public know that that they're involved in this extraordinarily historic uh, uh, investigation of what Trump and his criminal associates do. I would bet the farm on the, the fact that the DOJ is criminally investigating it. For God's sakes, one of their own former officials, Jeffrey Clark, a DOJ official was deeply involved in a criminal attempt to overturn the elections results. They're investigating. It's all gonna come home to roost. The problem is it's taking too long. Public safety is suffering in the interim. Yeah. Donald Trump is out there recruiting a new batch of insurrectionists. So that's where I have a real beef with the Department of Justice. They're doing it too slowly, but it's all gonna get done.
0: <clears throat> yeah, well, that I mean, I think that's the way a lot of us feel. I, You know, we talk about this every week, Glenn, but <laughs> Just You can't keep up with the criming to go, like well, this should be prosecuted, that should be prosecuted. Um, Tommy uh, Vitor of um Podsave tweeted, Mark Meadows, this is all in his book, which now he says is privileged information yeah, right. for some reason. But Mark Meadows says Trump did order Lafayette Square to be cleared before the infamous Bible, Bible photo op. He specifically demanded violence and that police, quote, bust some heads. So much for that Inspector General report that some claimed exonerated Trump. I mean, I... And that's the thing is, obviously, there's been a lot of talk about how is he not being prosecuted for obstruction of justice in the Mueller report that he appears to be going on TV to taunt Merrick Garland over to go. Did you not hear me with Lester Holt? I'll say it again. I fired Comey to stop the Russian investigation. I mean
1: I, I don't understand you know bob Mueller gave us everything we need and bob Mueller comes from a different era he was my chief of homicide yeah. back in the day mm-hmm. you know he believed if he packaged up uncontrovertible evidence that donald trump committed as many as 10 federal felonies obstruction of justice and delivered it to congress and told the american people and congress he can be indicted the day he leaves office he thought two things would happen one he'd be impeached and removed because, you know, he should be. And two, he would be prosecuted. Neither of those things have happened or are happening. That is a frustration that is hard to live with. I do hope it's all going to become part and parcel of what we ultimately see with Donald Trump's, you know, crime wave and his attacks on our democracy. And and it all comes back.
0: I mean, do you feel like we were just saying that some people are saying it's going to be Capone? That it may be this, you know, uh, Tish James AG tax thing. But, I mean, just. Yeah, I mean, at this you know, point, we're all just like something, anything. Can he pay for just one of his crimes in this lifetime?
1: Yeah, and the Tish James development is is actually pretty interesting because now that she's subpoenaing him to come in yeah. and sit for a deposition in early January in a civil fraud case against the Trump Organization, a couple of things now happen. One. If you're Donald Trump and you know your organization, your namesake, has been criminally indicted for a 15-year-long criminal scheme to defraud in the first degree, and your CFO, Alan Weisselberg, has been indicted for the same crimes, you can't sit for a deposition. You have to invoke your Fifth Amendment right to remain silent. Now, Donald Trump has a right to remain silent. Does anybody think Donald Trump has the ability to remain silent? Maybe not. But his attorneys will say, you must plead the Fifth not sit for that deposition here's the beauty of that in the criminal case if you plead the fifth it can never be used against you at trial in a civil case if you plead the fifth at a deposition it can be used against you in trial and the jury is told by the way folks donald trump pleaded the fifth and you know what that means you can draw negative inferences against him and his organization We so this is actually a nice move by tish james
0: we can play that soundbite over and over again you only take the fifth and you're guilty only the mob takes the fifth we can just play that on an endless yeah. loop over and over um just real quick last uh, steve tweets there are still a stunningly large number of people who don't appreciate how close we came to a cataclysmic constitutional and democratic crisis on january 6th or how alarming it is that a number of states are trying to make such a coup that much easier to pull off next time what do we do about that glenn i mean i do feel like there's You, me, uh, you know, AG, a lot of people that are out there ringing the alarm. But do people hear it to the degree that they see what's happening in the states for them to just make they're basically like, oh, let's just make the coup legal next time. Right.
1: You know, I think our, our persistence, our determination, our voices are important. And that's why we are screaming every day about the need for justice and accountability. I think the Democrats, if nothing else, if they're motivated by self-preservation and a desire to get reelected, they also need to pay attention to our voices because, you know, the last thing they want to do is alienate the people who put them in place to address this corruption. And, you know, everybody has an interest in in seeing that justice is done. And I, I swear, Steph, with the developments of the last 48 hours, 72 hours, I am starting to feel optimistic again that, yeah. you know what? Justice, justice is coming. Yep,
0: yeah. And you know what else I believe? That's right. Uh, Allison Gill and I, uh, AG, instead of fighting over our men, like on a Jerry Springer episode, I'm like, Glenn Kirshner, Frank Laguzzi, they're my man. You And then, you know, pulling each other's hair out. We said, let's combine forces. <laughs> let's, let's combine our armies because we have democracy to, right. to save, yes, right? <laughs> Love it. Love it. All right. Can, can, I'm just uh, excited to uh, every time you're on and the, all the hope and inspiration you give us and that we're all in the same... Uh, what is it? Which cinematic universe are we in? Is it Marvel? Is it... What are we? He's Captain America, obviously. Well, then, but... And this is Avengers and it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. It's yeah. the Avengers have, yes. have joined the Marvel <clears throat> Cinematic Universe.
1: No, it's like DC has joined Marvel. Yes. In a super universe.
0: I love you, Captain America. We will see you next... I'll be back, Steph. <laughs> see ya.